What's up, party animals? Manny Lore here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Cruncher. As always, I got three topics for you. First, Murdog72. He wins the showdown in CFB. But is he the GOAT of CFB? So far, the best week one? And that's that we saw Goat Sab take down the biggest tournament, but he was right there in second by .25, takes down the showdown on Monday. I'll have more coming up. Topic number two, wide receiver two does not mean they're a good player. I'll elaborate a little bit more. And topic number three, king of the beach. It's announced. We briefly went over it on stream. And the qualifiers, a little bit different than last year. I'll have more information. All that and more on the Study Minute, baby. Let's go. Murdoch72 took down the CFB showdown on Monday, the one-game showdown. And a bit weird because he did... Finished 0.25 points behind Good Sab on the main slate. Finished with $20,000 on that main slate. He then wins the 10K in this showdown and completely owns week one in the process. If, if I, I really don't, I, I, well, I, before this, I didn't really follow the CFB DFS landscape all that much. I haven't been following it the last couple years. Just in week one, this guy screams as one of the best players, right? And again, a, a showdown lineup for what it's worth doesn't really matter for, for me to read it off to you, but uh, did use a 4 and 3% player in his lineup to differentiate himself, ends up winning by about a point, and takes down 10K in the process. So Murdog. So far, takes a huge lead over everyone in week one. And what's even worse is that in the showdown, it looks like he just ran, you know what, I ran so good in the main, in the main slate. I'm just put one lineup in this thing, see if I could bink again. Yeah, he put one lineup in a $12 contest in which users could max enter for 150 and took down the hundred. Uh, I was going to say 150k. Took down the 10k. I don't always have to, you know, mention the guys that went 100 or 150. That's that's for baseball. I leave that for the baseball guys. CFB Murdog came out swinging and, and almost won two slates. What a weekend that would have been. What an opening weekend that would have been for. Again, I assume a really good college player, and if he's not. My goodness, run a little bit better. Murdoch72, congratulations on your entire weekend, not just yesterday. Topic number two, this one's a good one. Um, a lot of you have heard it before. Uh, I love saying this, play good players. I've mentioned that on NFL, about NFL a ton of times. Uh, what makes a good player, right? So um, a few DMs have trickled in, and it's like, well, Manny, um, I, I, I don't add these guys to the pool, or... Should I add these guys to the pool? And if I don't, why am I getting too much of X? Then I'm not getting enough of X. My lineups look weird. It's it's very weird when you when you actually do. And this is why I'm saying practice this because not not that practice is going to make perfect, but it's better to make mistakes the week before the main slate happens and not 
when Sunday comes around and you actually have to make real lineups and input them and then, you know, make a ton of mistakes and lose money week one. Make the mistakes now. Uh, for those of you that think it's, it's I'm going to make a group with maybe the running back and then wide receiver one, wide receiver two, maybe the tight end if he's good enough. That's that's not set in stone for every team, right? Don't add wide receiver two to the Baltimore Ravens. Don't add wide receiver two to the Buffalo Bills. Like what? Just because they're wide receiver two and they're going to be on the field or whatever. Hello. Last year, Michael Gallup was wide receiver two. Ask me how many times I had Michael Gallup in my groups. Yeah, not very much. I'm here to tell you, and topic number two, my tip for this is don't assume that wide receiver two is a good player and should be in every team's group because that is not true and that will continue leading to bad lineups. Not every wide receiver two in this league is projected to have decent games at a minimum. And if that's not the case, you should not be playing them. Don't be afraid to fade your wide receiver two. If you need more explanation on this, and I will go a little more in depth on this on the stream, on Tuesday stream, 12 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash mlaura, like my name, I will be explaining why I do this and give you some examples that I did or, or that this played out last year. And, and hopefully you guys can understand better practice the rest of the week and get ready for week two. Wide receiver twos are not set in stone, my friends. Topic number three, King of the Beach. King of the Beach. Okay, so in, in, in the stream yesterday, I went over King of the Beach briefly, right? We, we just took, took a look because it was announced. Uh, it is here in Miami, in my home. So uh, for those of you that do qualify, by the way, even if I don't qualify, even if I don't try, because I usually don't try. If I Even if I don't try, I will be attending. I usually always do the Miami events. This one is in Miami at the Lowe's Hotel. At least they got a decent one this time. <laughs> they didn't have to go up to Fort Lauderdale or whatever it was. Um, uh, I wouldn't say controversy because this isn't controversy, but a, a few people you know, decided to reach out on Twitter, give their opinion on Twitter about what the qualifiers look like this season. And I think I agree with this, right? Specifically... The King of the Beach $100, uh, I, I believe it was 100 or I believe it was $20. Yeah, the $20 qualifier that has 670 people in total is a 20-entry max. Now, I don't know how many of you are upset that it's a 20-entry max, but the appeal of the King of the Beach tournament or live final, the appeal of it was it was a smaller live final that was... I, I wouldn't say easier to get to, but uh, it, it was easier to play for some of the lower stakes or mid stakes guys, right? You didn't have to put in, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to play this, right? Like you didn't have to join a thousand dollar queue. You don't have to join a $500 queue or you don't have to join a $15, 150 max queue to get to the actual live final, the main live final, right? You can play $4 ones. You can play $10 ones with smaller fields, way smaller fields. In this case, you could have played a $20 one and, I don't know, have a 10 max entry tournament and still fill the 670, right? The 670 entries. The argument for some people was, well, $20, you don't need to make that a 20 max. You can make that a 5 max and it's football. It's still going to fill. 
Why are you going to give the Osmos, Chipotles, Papa Gates of the world another tournament, even at lower stakes, where they can input 20 lineups in? Where where maybe the casual that wants to maybe attend only has 100 bucks, right? He could have put five entries in and felt like he had an even shot against everyone else where now, you know, the top players will have four times their entries and because they you know they're great players and are, are a bit smarter in DFS can maybe use those 20 entries a little bit better than anyone can. I don't know. You you reach out to me, tweet me at mlaura. Let me know what you think about the King of the Beach qualifiers. They look a little bit different this season, right? They look a little bit different. Uh I wouldn't say bigger necessarily, but more entry max and I don't know if that's a good thing for the casuals. I think they might be upset if they notice. If they don't, whatever. But but I think there will be some mid-stakes players that will complain about this. We've already seen a little bit on Twitter. I'm on the fence. I don't know. You know how much I love my entries. The more you give me, the better. But I totally understand why some of the, the 5 max, 3 max, you know, 10 max guys even wanted this to be lower. I don't know. I, I really don't know how to judge this one. Again, tweet me your thoughts. I'd love to interact with you guys and, and throw some ideas back and forth. Thank you guys for listening. As always, if you could rate, like, and subscribe, that would be amazing. If you could stop by Twitch, twitch.tv slash mlaura. I'd love to you know chit-chat with you guys, help you guys get better, uh, keep reviewing topics, lineups, pros, and see how we could improve our lineup-making process this season, make some money in NFL, And if you really can't stop by the stream, no worries. Even though it's free, absolutely no worries. All I ask is that you come back tomorrow and have a blast with me right on this podcast. I'll catch you guys.